0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Festival of Capricorn, which this year is quite auspicious because it's aligned so closely with the Christmas festival, uh, giving it a depth. And um, we have a great opportunity tonight because we're meeting during the exact time of the full moon, which occurs at 7.33. So we'll be in meditation And we'll be linking up with individuals and groups throughout the entire world. And many people are linking up. Because as we know, we're passing through a period of major crisis in the life of humanity. And issues are being raised and brought to the surface, issues which have been festering for many years. And these crises hold out the opportunity that through the conflict, humanity can eventually attain a great step forward. Each month, the full moon is a period when there is a subjective opening between the inner and outer worlds. And as we gather together, we provide points of light within the etheric field of our planet through which higher spiritual energies can flow. So let's use our work together tonight during this time, to enter into meditation deep and to contribute to humanity's ability to see clearly, permitting the more moderate voices in our world to prevail. The full moon work each year brings with us this culminating energy of Capricorn. It's a sign known in spiritual teachings as one of periodic arresting because the disciple can go no further than the light that he enters into on the mountaintop of Capricorn. And the two subsequent signs of the spiritual year, Aquarius and Pisces, see this disciple descending from the mountain and entering into the valleys of the world, distributing that which has been attained at this high point. And with this full moon day, we are standing at the height of that mountaintop. The progressive nature of the monthly full moon ritual is a reflection of the disciple's path of return, the path through which the disciple moves from darkness to light. We could view this journey, this monthly journey, as a type of breathing exercises because we know that in the exercises of the breath, we have four divisions an in breathing followed by a pause, out breathing followed by another pause. And in this cycle, we're now passing through the final phase of this pause. And this is a long extended period of pause this year because of this full moon period. The door between hierarchy and humanity is open wide for those who can establish the requisite alignment through which the will to good can be tapped and goodwill released throughout the world. Capricorn is considered the most mysterious of all the twelve signs, for the mountaintop, after all, is shrouded by clouds and the higher one ascends the thinner the air making the journey difficult but eventual success comes through the summoning of the strength of this sign that enables the disciple to keep moving forward it's said that those who undertake this journey esoterically are known as the goats embodiments of faith and shraddha Goats are strong, solitary creatures who can sustain themselves on sparse ration, rations. They're nimble on their feet. They're able to jump across deep and treacherous ravines. And so we in our own lives have to attempt to embody those qualities as well. As the summit is reached on the mountain of Capricorn, the goat is mysteriously Transformed into the unicorn, the fighting creature of God, the initiate, with its one golden horn outstretched, revealing the many-colored lights of the impouring rays and constellations to which the extended, extended, and expanded contours of the mind reveal on the mountain top. There's a great influx of color at this moment. Capricorn is a sign of grounding between spirit and matter, being the most potent portal for the influx of the energy of the seventh ray, which, because of its synthetic nature, leads to the revelation of that sacred light, the light supernal. The majesty of this sign is reflected in its close relationship with the sacred stars of the Pleiades, which are part of a most important triangle, which overshadows our entire solar system. As many of you know, this triangle is composed of the great constellations of the great bear, Sirius, and again, the Pleiades. The Pleiades represent the third aspect of divinity. They're known as the mother aspect. They're called, in the esoteric world the seven sisters or the rishis the wives of the stars seven stars of the great bear and the light of the pleiades is directed we're told through this constellation of capricorn and distributed through the planet mercury to humanity so there's a chain of influx of energies at this time the energy of Capricorn is instrumental in the relationship to humanity's spiritual unfoldment and to create, to the creation of those conditions which are helping to prepare our planet for the appearance of a great teacher who comes forth at the beginning of each age. And there's an ancient passage in the teachings, which I'd like to read which highlights in a very mysterious fashion the relationship between these points of the Pleiades, Capricorn, Mercury, and humanity. So we read that Capricorn says, I am the densest point of all the concrete world. I am a tomb. I'm also the womb. I am the rock which sinks itself into the deep of matter because Capricorn is the most dense of all the twelve signs. But it's also the sign of the greatest heights and we read, I am the mountaintop on which the sun is born, on which the sun is seen, and that which catches the first rays of light. Then we read that the initiate standing upon the mountaintop Experiences this great influx of light, which becomes possible through Mercury, the messenger, the bridge. The messenger we know on a planetary level is the Christ himself, the sun God, who came forth at this dark time of year to usher in the energy of the new morning. And in our ancient passage, we read, to me, a messenger comes forth and says the dayspring from on high is on the way, sent by the father to the mother. The Christ releases on earth an influx of supernal light that he received from a great second-ray star, the star Sirius. And we read about this. Upon his way unto this nether star we call the earth, he stopped at a bright sun, where shines the light of love, and there receive the accolade of love. So thus he brings bright gifts to man, for he is man himself, and from these three, the Pleiades, Capricorn, and Mercury, man takes a nature which is his today, son of the mother, born of the tomb, and showing after birth the light which he has taken from them all. So there's much promise from this relationship between the Pleiades, Capricorn, focalized through Mercury, and distributed by humanity. There's a great influx of light, in other words. So holding the opportunity of this alignment for this great influx of life that is available to us tonight, let's take a moment of silence, standing collectively with the new group of world servers, visualizing ourselves upon the mountaintop, above the fogs and mists of earth, as we sound together the five o'clock mantra May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May I fulfill my part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, harmlessness, and right speech. Oh. Mm-hmm. The energies of Capricorn can be challenging as they're crystallizing in their effect at the level of the personality. It's a very concretizing energy, and as things work out on the physical plane, they can become entrenched and difficult to change. For by its very nature, matter is inert and tamasic, slow and heavy. But during the past years since 2008, With the passage of Pluto through the sign of Capricorn, these dense structures in the fabric of our world are fraying. Pluto is a planet linked with power, with the underworld, and it will only leave Capricorn completely in December of 2024. This period has been had a severe impact upon all aspects of our planetary life particularly the financial systems of the world, and there's been a large-scale consolidation of wealth in increasingly fewer hands, and the consequent suffering this has inflicted on the masses of humanity. Humanity has consequently been challenged to meet the need and stretch itself into new territories. And the years ahead, as Pluto enters Aquarius, a sign associated with the mass of humanity, with group consciousness, will surely see the crisis points being stimulated through the letting in of light. And this is always a difficult but necessary process, but one which will foster a broad-scale awakening. We're told in the teachings that this is the time of rending, when the mountains of karma are crumbling, and the fissures in the present structures while challenging, are also liberating humanity into its birthright. It's said that when Capricorn conditions individuals, groups, cities, and nations, it can be difficult to access spiritually, so much so that this time in our planetary life, it's said that no major nation of the world is conditioned at a soul level by this energy of Capricorn. But there are a number of major countries that are conditioned at the personality level by Capricorn, and all of them are ancient and crystallizing, and there's a need for shattering so that new forms can be built and new life brought in under a new revitalizing energy. The current countries conditioned by Capricorn esoterically are India, India, Greece, Austria, Spain, and Japan. So these these countries will feel particularly this incoming influx of Capricornian energies as a shake-up. As a whole, humanity is also strongly under the influence of Capricorn, as we saw in that alignment. Capricorn makes humanity highly subject to control by the forces of materialism, being a line of least resistance for that sign. And the great life that embodies our planet, a great being, is also said to be controlled by this Capricornian, but more appropriately said, third ray energy, the ray related to materialism in some ways. So all throughout our planetary life, the personality aspect is being stimulated by this energy. And a subset within the human kingdom that is also controlled by this Capricorn energy are the Jewish people. It controls them at the personality level, we're told. We can see, therefore, that symbolically speaking, the challenges confronting humanity as a whole are consolidated, in the Jewish people, and in their evolutionary journey. Therefore, the current crisis unfolding in Gaza is a microcosm of a larger human problem and one that can only be solved by the collective consideration of men and women of goodwill everywhere. It's also interesting to note that at the level of the soul, the Jewish people are governed we're told, by the sign of Virgo, the Divine Mother, the preeminent sign of the great second-rate teachers. In ancient writings, Capricorn is likened to the rock, whereas Virgo is likened to the tomb or the womb within that rock, within the caves of matter. And so we can see that in the Jewish people, the alignment between this rock of the personality and this tomb or womb of Virgo is a beautiful alignment for the birth of love. So Virgo is the key energy to the salvation for the Jewish people. And the opportunity was held out to them 2,000 years ago. Virgo is a powerful vehicle for the influx of the second-ray energies of love-wisdom, the energies of the world-teacher, and all the great lords of compassion. It's said that the Jewish people collectively stand as the solar plexus of the planetary logos, hence the intensity of their karmic challenge, giving them a powerful, feeling nature, which has often resulted in a tendency to conflict but which has also contributed to their tremendous creative expression, which has given so much to our world. The solution to the problems working out through this group will come through the lifting of the energies of the solar plexus to the heart center, through alignment with the energies of the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart. The influx of love through the soul will come into play as the higher spiritual qualities of the sign of Capricorn do their work of shattering the entrenched energies, leading to a consequent purification. The Jewish people are dear to the heart of the spiritual hierarchy. For the Tibetan rites, in the performance of his greatest work, the Christ chose a Jewish body. And it said that the Messiah, which is awaited by the Jewish people at this time, will most probably be fulfilled by the Master Jesus himself, coming forward along the sixth ray line. It said that if this problem can be solved, it will be one of the most potent factors in the restoration of world understanding and harmony. And it cannot be solved without the cooperation of people of goodwill throughout the world. So at this sacred time of year, when people throughout the world are invoking the forces of light, the opportunity is upon us to contribute towards building a thought form of solution to this situation. We can take it into the quietness of the inner worlds, to the quietness of the ashram, and cultivate the requisite tension through which solutions can precipitate. Let's take the opportunity of this full moon period to hold the area surrounding the Middle East in our thoughts and prayers, visualizing a white five-pointed star hovering over the entire area, doing what we can to quell the turbulent energies through a downpouring of the energies of the planetary heart. So now, we have 13 minutes until the exact time of the full moon. And so, we might extend (laughs) briefly the beginning portion of our meditation so that we can be in the higher interlude period for a slightly extended moment of silence to link up with the inner and outer worlds and all the people throughout the world who are also joining with us in a minute or so before the exact time of the full moon i will announce that but then we'll continue to work in silence he who faces the light and stands within its radiance, is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way, yet loves his brother on the darkened path, revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark, And then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward-streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them, the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy." So let's just take a moment to link with all the other individuals and groups working throughout the world. And we affirm the group fusion and integration that all these groups hold within the heart center of that serving group known as the new group of world servers who mediate between the spiritual hierarchy and humanity. We sound the affirmation of group fusion. I am one with my group brothers Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara. And we extend that alignment towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy and then towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. now we work in the higher interlude holding the contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into the highest center Shambhala radiating through the spiritual hierarchy and we use the creative imagination and we endeavor to see the three primary planetary centers Shambhala Hierarchy and humanity gradually coming into alignment and interplay. We're approaching the exact time of the full moon. Holding the alignment, we reflect for a few moments on the keynote or Sita for Capricorn. Lost am I in light supernal, yet on that light I turn my back. Precipitation. Using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. We use a six-fold progression to see this love precipitating in a sequence from Shambhala to the hierarchy to the Christ through the new group of world servers and then through the men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world and then through the etheric physical plane centers of the planet. Now we work with the lower interlude. We refocus our consciousness, standing within the periphery of the great ashram, sounding together the affirmation of love. In the center of all love, I stand. From that center, I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. distribution. As we rhythmically sound the great invocation, let's visualize the outpouring of light, love, and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love Within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth oh. 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 Thank you, everyone. So we have a few announcements for our upcoming meetings. Uh, The Goodwill Meditation Group webinar will be canceled for December, and then next month uh, it will take place on Wednesday, January 31st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And... Next week we will have a Triangles Meditation Group webinar on Monday, January 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that will be followed by the New Moon Meditation Meeting on Wednesday, January 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And then we culminate our announcements with the Festival of Aquarius Full Moon Meditation on Wednesday, January 24th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So thank you so much for your focused work and we really appreciate your gathering together with us on this special occasion. Thank you.